0: Good afternoon and welcome to One Hour at a Time. Recovery
1: begins with education and host Mary Woods is here to educate individuals and families and provide support through the recovery process. Now, here's your host, Mary Woods.
2: Good afternoon, everyone. This is Mary Woods and I'm your host today. Um, We have a great show lined up. We are broadcasting live from the National Conference on Addictive Disorders, which is being held in San Diego, California. And um, our guests today are all musicians who have contributed to a CD called Imagine Recovery, and this CD was the brainchild of um, John McAndrew and Cynthia Marino Tui. And we have John on with us today, who is going to share, introduce some of our guests, and to share with us um, why he got involved with this project. Um, it's important for everybody to know that the CD is being launched today. That 100% of all the benefits, the proceeds, are going to help counselors, addiction counselors, who have um, not been able to finance their credentialing or their um, continuing education credits, or who are at risk of losing their their certification or license due to the economic downturn that we're all experiencing in our uh, profession. So, um, let me introduce. John McAndrew, who some of you have known um, as he's been on our show before, and he's a favorite guest and a good friend. John is a singer and songwriter and piano player from St. Paul, Minnesota, who currently lives in Nashville. His music has been heard around the world in feature films, documentation, television, and international events, such including the 50th anniversary of, of NATO at the vice president's residence. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. And uh, the Super Bowl and uh, the National Town Hall meeting with Colin Powell. And on his new release, I Am Home, John takes us on a spiritual and musical journey singing about his experiences in this life. Um, from the darkness to the light, it's all about healing, transformation, and finding love. And John, will uh, one of his songs will be featured in our third segment. But welcome, John, to our
3: show. Well, thank you very much, Mary. I appreciate it. And I am glad to be here today and glad to be a part of this um the CD project with with all of you.
2: What made you decide to get involved with this project?
3: Well, you know, Cynthia and I had talked about, Cynthia had the idea of producing some sort of a um, a CD with music and uh, we started to rattle the ideas around and, um, you know, my motivation comes mostly from just thanking these people. That are on the front lines of the war on drugs and alcohol and mental illness, you know, basically the therapists and the workers and, uh, and, uh, people that work in treatment centers and hospitals and on and on and on. So uh, my motivation is to thank them really in the best way. I guess the only way I know is with music. So we, we came up with the idea of having 12 artists and 12 songs and, uh.
2: And 12 steps.
3: Well, I, I've heard that's what it is. Yes.
2: Um, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, you know, it's just amazing to me how um, the healing power of music and how important music is in all of our lives. And um, our first guest is someone who I think most of us over the age of 20 probably know and um, have heard his music uh, they're kind of national uh, anthems to, uh, to at least my generation, and I'm uh, very happy and uh, thrilled to be introducing to you Terry Kirkman, who um, is before becoming an ADAC member and the clinical director for MAP, the Musicians Assistance Program. Um, Terry was was better known for being a founding member. Um, of, of the 60s group, The Association, which was one of my favorites. Um, he was the composer of such songs as Cherish, um, Enter the Young, Never My Love, Requiem for the Masses, and Everything That Touches You, as well as the lead singer on the songs, like Never My Love. Um, he finally quit the concert road in 1984, the year he also ended his dependence on alcohol and drugs. Um, Terry's participation in this project marks the first time he has performed publicly as a solo artist as well as the first time he has performed Selena Flatt's um, solo the way he originally wrote it. Retired from the clinical work, Terry now lives with his wife Heidi in Pasadena, California, where he spends time working on three books and making whatever other kind of art that strikes his fancy. So Terry, welcome to our show.
4: Can you hear me?
2: I can hear you.
4: I'm having a hard time hearing you. Okay. Uh, I was on speakerphone, but they took me off of that because it echoes. Okay. But, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Sorry I can't be there in person.
2: Well, it's great to hear you, and it's great for you to be part of our show today. Terry, what, um, how did, did you get involved with this project?
4: They begged and pleaded.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: no. I got a I got a call from Cynthia, who then introduced me to John, and John and I discussed things, and uh, uh, I offered uh, not only to try and round up uh, other performers, which I got two other people besides myself to participate, uh, Wayne Kramer and uh, Bill Burnett, who I think might be in this, the, the room with you there.
2: He's sitting right next to me.
4: And... Um, Originally I, uh, uh, well I've been involved in and out with, uh, projects with NADAC since about 1995 would probably be my frame of reference. Um, back in the Cal data report, uh, I, I got very excited about the the findings of the uh, the the efficacy of treatment uh, in the most thorough study that was ever done that showed that in the state of California, uh, one out of nine Americans lives here. So that's a that's a that's a fairly good cross section of 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 America for for sampling of almost anything. We're so culturally diverse that. Uh, you know, the, the, the gain, the, the, the money back on every dollar spent in the, uh, on recovery in the state of California was seven to one. And that could easily be uh, looked at as about fourteen to one if you just narrowed the treatment offered to the best as opposed to everything. So I got very excited about that and, and, uh, wanting to be involved in bringing higher levels of education to the United States about, you know, its choice and constant promotion of alcohol and other drugs, you know, as socially acceptable when it devastates our economy to such a great degree. That's the end of my spiel.
2: That's the end of your spiel, huh? Yeah. So um, just let's, let me ask you one more question. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the origin of Selena Flats? Selena. Salina. well I'm from New York I don't see anything yeah
4: wrong. well this it's it's uh, uh, Salinas in Kansas and uh, Salinas is in California so it's a it's a common mistake
2: okay
4: um, Salinas where I was born ah oh. and okay. Salina is one of my nom de plumes and salina fat in this character is uh, um, a guy who's grown progressively uh, less hopeful. That's that's pretty much what the the song is about. It's not how I am today, although there's a piece of me that rolls that way. But it's not the song we set out to do on the album. It's uh, simply a song that was... uh, was doable at the moment. John and I were going to re-record, cherish uh, something I've I've never ever done in all the years that it's been out there, almost.
3: Four well, years. Terry, let's make a commitment that we will do that at some point.
4: Oh yeah, John, you always say that. <laughs> I Don't
5: promise, promise you we will.
4: He says to you, Mary, he's full of promise <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: Well, he's an Irishman. You know, you gotta got to take everything he says with a grain of salt.
4: Kirkman is Scottish, you know, man of the church. All the rest of my relatives are Brits and Irish, Murphys. and Well,
3: no wonder I love you so much. I knew there was something, uh, some connection there with Irish and Scottish people, and
6: I'm glad you wrote
3: this song. I'm glad you wrote this song though for this project Terry cuz um it's really a cool thing and I'm anxious for people to hear it.
4: But uh you know this is the the, the first time I've messed around with anything like this in the music thing since uh, since I retired. Wow. Twenty-seven well. years ago last week the 14th of September. Wow. How timely is that?
0: Wow.
3: Well, we really appreciate your participation and, uh, it's been a pleasure to get to know you. You know, that's just my, my selfish, uh, reward for being a part of this. So thank you very much, Terry.
4: Well, it's mutual. Otherwise I'd just be an old, old heavy guy, uh, sitting in my, my house in Pasadena.
2: Well, I I know on behalf of all of us at NADAC that this has just been an incredible um gift to our profession and to the counselors out there who are really struggling to, to make ends meet. And um, you know, there's as I said before, there's such a healing power to music mm-hmm. and it's uh music affects our mood. You know, we can we can exercise to it, we can um, use it to mellow out, we can use it to get charged up and um you know, I just think that, uh, you know, it's such a, an important part of everybody's wellness is music. And
4: so well, when I was clinical director of MAP, the Musician's Assistance Program, I, I got to help people in the business, uh, you know, from publishers to producers to anybody in the music business. But I, I got to help people in 46 states and 11 countries. And uh, music, like any other art, is is uh is is important to society because it uh art says for us what we can't say for ourselves as as a rule, right? That's right. Uh and whether it's film or it's literature or it's painting or design or crafts or or anything, it, it brings an internal quality to our lives, it brings us peace and inspiration and Provocation, but I have always been bothered by the fact that popular music has always been at the vanguard of promoting such destructive behavior.
3: Oh, I agree, uh, I agree. Of I agree.
4: drugs and booze and live fast, die young, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which is, is, is just a... Is simply a marketing ploy to uh, ploy to really adrenalized, hormonally charged youth, as a rule, or Texas alcoholics and, and you know have a hard time. They're on their third marriage, and all my exes live in Texas. That kind of thing. And I'm going <laughs> to drink my, you know, I'm going to drink a pint of uh, of courage, a fifth of courage. Yeah. Um. I have four about 15 years, been trying to figure out how to help foster a community of clean and sober musicians and artists of every ilk who would role model high-end, intense art of every kind without also role modeling self-destructive behavior. That it's really okay to be a dangerous artist yeah. and not be a heroin addict. Right. You know so that that's, that
2: would be amazing if we could figure that out because that would just it would be such a great gift for young people who think right. that it's all about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. We'd like to take um, some time to listen to your song.
7: the of facts he is living lean. He's running down on a poet's dream. He cannot forget all that he has seen. Hello, you monster, disillusion. Well, if you see Salina, why don't you try a smile? And maybe even stop and sit and chat a while. Just don't go talking truth. He's got it all on trial. Hello, you monster, disillusion. Whoa, whoa, Solano, he's lived a long and bitter sweet piece of history. got himself in a place that a poet like him should never be, and that is way too hip to be happy, way too hip to be happy, way too hip to be happy. But my baby, little Whoa, He's lived a long and bitter sweet piece of history. Whoa, 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 Got himself in a place that a poet like him should never be, and that is a way too hip to be happy. A way too hip to be happy. If true hip is where true hips bend, then so line has been from here to there and back again so many times that he's forgotten just where it begins or ends. Hello, you monster, you spirit-sucking monster. Hello, you monster, dissolute. <laughs>
1: your network you're listening to voice america health and wellness
2: Um, welcome back, everyone. Um, as you can all see, that, that there's a lot of uh, joy in doing live broadcasts because um, you know, we never know what's going to happen. but um, thank you so much, Terry, for being part of this um, CD and for your dedication to our profession. And um, I think your goal of trying to find um, a sober, Role modeling of of artists for for young people is is amazing, and I good luck with that as well.
4: Thank you. I I want to plug the album.
2: Okay, can you do it briefly? I, I hope
4: I hope that listeners will will n- not just take the album on as a, as an aesthetic, whether uh, it's a song I like or I don't like, or maybe I'll like it, maybe I won't. Let's try it out. But to purchase it with with a uh, Whole other aspect of, of involvement. Um, it's so important that we shore up the front line of treatment with really well educated, uh, standard meeting, trained professionals. And in today's economy, it is so hard pressed to find the money to support those people uh, in those goals. Everything costs so much money. And so many of us have so little uh, uh, after the last two or three years. So if you'll think about this, if you, if you agree with me about the insanity of drugs and alcohol, uh, make this a, a, a good way to participate in the, in the, the fight of uh, stopping the insanity.
2: Thank you so much, Terry. I'd like to now introduce our next guest, who is a major contributor to our um, CD, Imagine Recovery, and his name is uh, Bill Burnett. And um, Bill is on the phone with us. And his song that he uh, contributed was "Eke Out Something Beautiful." And um, Bill is a writer and producer and composer, and he has written many songs and comedy material for a wide variety of artists, including Bette Midler, Tim Curry, Rodney Dangerfield, Wayne Brady, Dean Stevens, Pebbles Flintstone.
3: Hey, you um, guys can get up now.
2: <laughs> um, Barney Rubble, Bam Bam, and Casper the Friendly Ghost, which are which were big favorites in our house a few years ago. Um, Bill was the co creator and executive producer of Nickelodeon's hit cartoon series Chalk Zone, for which he wrote or edited all the stories and special songs. He is currently creative director of his own communication and production company, Stretch Media, and he is developing feature films for Sony, DreamWorks, and other Hollywood studios. Thank you, Bill, for being part of our show today and for your contribution to the to the record.
3: Well thank you. I'm honored to be here It's Terry Kirkland who pulled me in and i'm so uh, I'm so happy he and I live near each other and uh you he heard me sing the song that is is on the album and um, and uh suggested that it be part of the album and I'm just so pleased I think it's such a great project to be part of i' mean, It's astonishing to me that it needs that we need to be raising money for people who are fighting uh drugs and alcohol and helping people get over their sickness so I'm just real happy to be part of it.
2: Oh thank you. Um, you it, could you share with our audience a little bit about your um, experience with um, writing for like Pebbles and front, Casper the Friendly Ghost? How did you get into um, doing songs for for music for movies? Well,
3: uh, you know, it, it's a it's a situation of uh, I started out in Hanna Barbera when there was a Hanna Barbera, and I started writing songs for shows there, and then. The people that I was working on uh, moved over to Casper and I wrote songs there. And meanwhile, I made up my own shows, started creating shows for Nickelodeon. I created about 10 shows for Nickelodeon. And every show that I did, being a musician, I would write, I'd make it a musical. I'd make music for it, you know. So uh, I wrote songs for every show, theme songs and special songs. And uh, and then Bette Midler and I go way back, actually. She she and I knew each other in New York, and she... uh, wanted to cover one of my songs called I Regret Everything, which is a kind of a send-up of uh, EDPF, I Regret Jeunard you, know, you know, I Regret Nothing. It's one of the great uh, uh,
5: uh philosophies
3: of Cabaret, is that I have no regrets but well, this character has nothing but regrets. <laughs> so uh, that used that as the closing number of her big uh, that uh, used that as the closing number of her big uh, Divine Selenium tour and played it everywhere all over the world. We're having a problem. Um, and,
6: um, and, and then, then she hired me do to do her
3: uh, opening number, number for her new, the, uh, uh, her new uh, Vegas show. So that was a big honor, too. Uh, I did have a song called Life is Still Very Wow. Um, which I hope to do tonight, actually, at the, at the big, big show, the really big show that we're having at the convention.
2: So, can you, um, when you, when you think about, you know, um, addiction treatment and um, the fact that, you know, we're, we're trying to raise money to help people who are on the front lines uh, trying to help the sick and suffering folks that, that suffer from addictive disorders, um, you know, what has been your experience with the addiction profession? Have you, um, you know, you said you're surprised, so I'm just wondering, um, you know, what your experience has been.
3: Well, I i I know many recovering uh, alcoholics and drug addicts. Uh, I, I, I am not one myself, but I, I know many people who, and they, I, I see the struggles that they go through, and I appreciate the uh, the people who are in the front line helping those people. I'm like I said, I just can't believe that we we need to raise money for that cause. But 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 since we do, I'm glad to be here.
2: Okay. Well, thank you, thank you, and I'll ask John to chime in on this. Um, just uh, what's it like to have this kind of collaboration with this many artists, what, what, pulling the CD together, because you're one of the producers, John.
3: Well, it's, it's interesting. I, I, I thank Terry for giving me Bill's number, and Bill contacted me. And, you know, I'm I'm impressed with the, the work that Bill does, because it's uh, it's just so vast, I mean, with writing shows and music. And so it's great to meet him. It's great to be on this project together, and, Hopefully we can uh do some concerts together and do some playing together as a group to raise, you know, to help sell this C D and raise some awareness. But uh I uh I love being around people that are uh you know, so good at what they do. So I wanna thank you, Bill. Um for your your participation and for your song and and uh what is the name of the song that's uh that you submitted for the C D? Eke well, he- out something beautiful. All right.
6: If you he- can eke he- he- out
3: something beautiful, God bless you, because it's a hard world to do that in. You know what I mean? Yeah, it sure is. And what are you <laughs> doing currently? Um, what's kind of the newest project that you're working on, or something that that you'd like to tell um, everybody about? But the, the main thing, thing is, I is, I have a company people. called Stretch Media, which, which is, is a, a, a uh, advertising, mm-hmm. communication, and production company. We just uh, just came from producing a a, 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 adverti- a a book trailer for Henry Winkler's new a new book called uh, Ghost Buddy. For instance. Uh, uh-huh. We do things like that. We do uh, we, we produce uh, TV shows and, and movies and uh, and uh, any kind of communication basically. And I'm also pitching shows to uh, Leica up in Portland and uh, and Sony Productions and you know. We, we, we're in talks. <laughs> well, I cannot wait to do the concert tonight, uh, with you and all the rest of the guys. And, uh, you know, once again, we really appreciate you being here and, uh, and thank you for, for putting all your talent and know-how into this project. And, uh, you know, man, Okay, thank you. Well, Mary, we're waiting for Mary to get back. This is John McAndrew, and I guess we're going to play another song at this point, and it's called I Love You All, and this is the song that I have submitted for the project. And simply, it's just uh, it's uh me sitting down with God, and it's kind of tongue-in-cheek in a way. As a songwriter, I think some of the other songwriters would agree with me on this. Whenever you show up somewhere, someone asks you to play them a song you wrote, but in this particular song, I sit down sort of at a campfire, and uh, God shows up and plays a song for me, and the name of the song is uh, I Love You All. I guess we're going to listen to that right now.
8: Last night I sat down, just me and God. We laughed and we cried all night long. I told him my story, secrets and all. He said it's fun to sit, sit and watch my children grow. I can feel everything, I can feel everyone, and I know you well. He said, Close your eyes and listen with your heart. I can see everything, I can see everyone. said, I can feel everything, I can feel everyone, and I know you well. So I close my eyes and I listen with my heart. He said, I can see everything, I can see everyone, and I love
6: there he see it's you i love just so
8: I can see everything, I can see everyone, and I love you all. I can see everything, I can see everyone. I can see everything I can see everyone and I love you all I can see everything I can see everyone and I love you all see everything I can see everyone and
1: I love you all You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
7: Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level, one that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success, with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the voice america business channel
0: step into the doorway to conscious choice greater health and well-being attain the balance that you've been seeking tune in and turn on 1111 Talk radio feed the mind embrace positively release the tension step out of fear Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 11.11 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 11.11 Talk Radio, because shift happens.
6: common sense to provide treatment to individuals and families that experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. That's Westbridge.org, family Center recovery for co-occurring mental illness and substance abuse disorders.
1: A fresh look at today's health, Voice America Health and Wellness you're listening to one hour at a time with host mary woods if you have a question for mary or her guests call now the listener lines are open the toll-free number is one eight six six four seven two five seven nine two that number again is one eight six six four seven two five seven nine two now let's get back to mary and one hour at a time
2: welcome back everyone um our show today is about um a new release from NADAC, the Association of Addiction Professionals. Um, Cynthia Marino tui was the executive producer and John McAndrew was the producer for the CD that has 12 artists on it who have donated their songs um, so that NADAC can um, sell the CD and earn money for counselors who have um, kind of been hit hard by the recent economy and who need help and um, some scholarships, and being able to maintain their current certification licenses, or to get their continuing education hours that they need to maintain their their current um, certification and license. And we've had um, some of the musicians on our show today, and I'm you know I'm just so thankful for um, Bill Burnett to be on, and Terry Kirkman, and um, John McAndrew, who is our uh, producer for this CD. It's important to understand that, um, you know. Um, it takes a village to, to do anything, and um, our show today is uh, kind of non-traditional for us. Um, we are as you know, we're broadcast over the internet so we don't have a traditional studio. So I want you all to imagine kind of what we're experiencing here. Um, Terry is in Pasadena on, a, on his, his phone and he's calling into the studio. And um, the rest of us are in a hotel suite here in uh, San Diego, and I'm in one room on a phone. And all of our other guests are on their cell phones in another room, so it's been a little uh, technologically challenging. But we're we're making it. And um, I just want to thank everybody for their patience. And um, once again, um, this CD is going to be available. If you go to natec.org, um, there'll be a link on the um, website in order to obtain the CD. The CD is fifteen dollars, and um, it's. I'd like to introduce our next guest. Um, who has also um, had a major contribution to our uh, CD. And his cut is called uh, Swallow Me. And um, I want to introduce Philip Jason Bender Stone, who um, was raised on pop, rock, new wave, funk, funk, and bluegrass in Louisville, Kentucky. He wrote his first song at age 10 and was soon playing in clubs. Uh, Phil graduated to musical theater and performed with Indiana University's Singing Hoosiers, and he later won the Sony Songwriter Competition for his work in a jazz category. His first real job in music was composing production tracks and jingles at Video Bread Incorporated. His composition, the Great State Fair, won the local Louis Award for um, Best Music. Phil's career later took him to the West Coast, where he composed music for a number of TV shows, independent films, feature films, direct-to-DVD, computer, and animation projects. Phil's work has been heard on MTV, Sweet 16, America's Most Wanted, America's Next Top Model, MTV Road Rules, Bad Girls Club, ABC's Wildfire, and more. Um, he is not when he is not currently composing his music. Um, he is a licensed clinical social worker in Denver, Colorado, and um, works in a treatment facility there. So, Phil, thank you so much. Um, well, Mary, thanks
5: so much for having me. Am I coming through okay here? Can you hear me all right? You, you're coming through great for me. Excellent. Yeah, it's a real honor to be a part of this project. And, yes, I wear two hats. I'm a musician, singer, songwriter, but I'm also a uh, licensed clinical social worker. So I all the things that Terry's been saying that, John's been saying, and Bill, it is expensive to get your certified addiction counselor credentials, and it's expensive to keep them, too. So I'm excited to be a part of this project and just plain will help get the word out about recovery.
2: Well, and that's a good topic because recovery works and treatment works, and um, having um, your licensed clinical social work, uh, you bring a different perspective to this uh, CD than, than some of our other guests. Um what what can you say about music and recovery
5: and well music and recovery go hand in hand and I actually this is a kind of a dream of mine to help both worlds collide for me recovery and treatment of depression and anxiety and music I think there's a, a blossoming genre out there actually called recovery music um, how many of us live on our iPods and our iPhones where we get inspirational music going? You know, it could be pop songs. It could be, you know, religious songs. It could be all different kinds of songs but help us through our journey as we recover from all different kinds of ailments. Um, in uh, At West Pines, where I uh, am a licensed clinical social worker, we see uh, lots of folks struggling with addiction, alcohol, heroin, meth, crack, coke. But usually they're also struggling with depression or anxiety or uh, bipolar disorder, and everyone speaks music. Uh, we have a, a group we run once a week at our treatment center that um, speaks to the chronically mentally ill, and they love the old Beatles songs we sang and Brown Eyed Girl and uh, all, the, all the fun campfire songs. It, it helps them focus. It helps them uh, wait and uh for folks going through recovery going through the 12 steps it's a it's a hard journey so music can often be that close
2: is there anything that um you would like to to add to the discussion around um, you know the the availability of um, you know resources for people who want to enter our profession
5: well uh as a licensed professional um, it is challenging. I hear a lot of folks in the past two or three years have been challenged by the economy and struggling to make ends meet. Uh, often what an addiction counselor might do is let their license lapse, which is really kind of a tricky dilemma to be in because they want to help folks recover, but if their license laps, they get kind of in a jam where they can't continue to help others. So to know that this is out there raising money and awareness is awesome.
2: Um, thank you so much for your participation. I wanted to be able to give um, Christopher Tui a chance to uh, chime in on his contribution to the CD, and he wrote a, a track called Peace and Calm. Christopher has played the piano since he was big enough to climb up on the piano bench. Clarinet was his next instrument, and later came the flute and saxophone. Um, since the time he has learned... 16 instruments, and Chris is an amazing musician who has played in Las Vegas and uh, with his own groups and with a number of, of uh, groups all over the country. And Christopher, I want to give you time to talk about your composition and, and your contribution to the CD.
9: Hi, Mary. How are you? Great. Yeah, I, the obviously I had sort of an inside connection here <laughs> when Cynthia and John asked me to participate on this. I I, I wasn't going to tell my wife no, and John and I have known each other for several years, and, and uh, so we've had the opportunity to play music in a number of places around the country for NADAC, and also in, in his hometown, Nashville, uh, for NADAC as well as some of the places that he plays. But um, The reason for the album, I think, is was something that You know, being close to the addiction, uh, field and, and knowing a lot of the counselors and social workers involved in the field, uh, you know, and seeing what's happening with the economy, it was very important for me to be able to, in some small way, uh, help and participate where there is a, uh, possibility of making some money for, for, uh, counselors so that they can continue their continuing education. And, you know, many of the counselors that I have met and have, you know, certainly in Cynthia's case, work long hours and and really don't find the financial reward that people in other professions find. And so I, I, you know, and also don't spend the time for for really self help. And I thought a, a song. Uh, you know, I thought if I created a song that was peaceful and calm that maybe they or or um, not just counselors and, and social workers and people involved in the field, but also people on the road to recovery could listen to and maybe find a moment of peace and calm while they were listening to the song. So that was my reason behind the song, and, and I hope that somebody may find a moment of peace and calm while they listen to it.
2: Well, I and, think I think you uh, created that in that, that track, Christopher, it really does um, emulate peace and, and calmness. And um, Phil, can you share with us a little bit about your your track, "Swallow Me"?
9: Phil, hold on one sec. I'm going to put Phil on here.
5: Could you repeat the question, Mary?
2: Sure. Could you share with the audience a little bit about your track, "Swallow Me"? What? Because we.
5: Yes. Um, so what Swallow Me is about is, I don't know if I would say this is a new addiction, but I would say it's become more and more prevalent uh, amongst a lot of our patients out in Denver. So we've got alcohol, we've got stimulants, but what about those drugs that you're prescribed? Say you have an injury and you're prescribed painkillers, Vicodin, Oxycontin, et cetera, et cetera. We had a patient not too long ago that, uh, unfortunately we lost, uh, to, uh, painkillers and a host of other medications, prescription medications. And so my intention was to create a song that it's kind of, uh, it's the dark side of addiction. It's addiction tempting you. It's, uh, it's seducing you in to say, uh, you know, I, I will take away all your pain. Uh, you'll forget all your troubles. Um, if you just swallow me, and uh, at the end of the song, unfortunately, there's a real chilling ending. Uh, but it, it's sung by a female vocalist, and that was very intentional. Unfortunately, the patient we lost was female, and um, kind of think of it as an awareness-generating song, kind of a, a warning: beware uh, the, the the drugs that you're. Primary care doctor is prescribing you could kill you. They could become addictive. Yes, you may have gotten them through a prescription, but beware. Um, so anyway, it's kind of that's that's the inspiration from that song, and I didn't want her uh, uh, life to go in vain, so to speak.
2: Well, um, thank you for that. We, we're almost out of time. This hour has flown by, and I'd just like John to share with all of our audience, uh, the rest of the artists have contributed. Yeah, and I want to
3: thank everybody that was on the show today. But with, There's two great singer-songwriters from Nashville, Sonia Lee and uh, Steve Mills are on the record, Steve Dan Mills. Also, Denny Siwell trio. Denny played drums with Paul McCartney. And Nina Freelong, who's a Grammy, several Grammy, has won several Grammys. She's an incredible jazz singer. And Wayne Kramer, who everybody knows, is one of the greatest guitar players on the planet, is on this CD. And an incredible young, new singer-songwriter, woman from Muscle Shoals, Alabama, named Hannah Aldridge. And then I don't want to forget my friend Andy Pace from Little Creek Lodge, wrote a little tune, played some guitar called One Day at a Time, so... I think it's a really wonderful record.
2: And I hope all of you out there will go to org and contribute $15 to get this um, great CD that's worth probably twice as much. And um, I hope you all have a great weekend. Thank you all for your patience, tolerance, and understanding this week. Um, we had some techno- technological uh, challenges. And uh, have a great week, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week.